0: Cool people do cool things. But once you realize, I can't get what I need from that situation, I have to like, do some personal self-development, then you go to the next level.
1: I encourage people to get out of your comfort zone. What was your normal before? You gotta outsmart yourself. You gotta introduce yourself to a new way of living.
0: Cool people say cool things.
1: You need to make sure that people know who you are and what you stand for.
0: And so I learned I have got to have unshakable belief in myself to be able to go out there and demand what it is that I know I deserve. I'm Rashawn Ali, and this is Cool People. Just be cool. Hello, my good people. I hope you are doing fabulously well on this Thursday. I hope your Valentine's Day was amazing. I just want to apologize for not releasing a show on Tuesday. I just have to tell you guys, I I was tired. I was tired. I had to reschedule some interviews and I had traveled to Los Angeles for a business trip uh, and a pleasure trip too. But when I got back in town, I just couldn't even muster up the strength. So please accept my sincerest apology for not offering you a show on Tuesday. But hopefully we will be back on track today and moving forward. I mean, I'm just being human with you, you know what I mean? with you. Pardon me. I said witchy because, you know, the decatur comes out every now and then. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy to be with you today. And I'm going to do something different today. I am going to interview my husband on the heels of Valentine's Day. I want to interview him about our love story and just the things that I've learned about love in our 17 years of courtship and 15 years of marriage. And I just want to start off by saying uh, three things that I've learned about love since joining uh, forces with this amazing man in August of 2002. The w- most important thing I think that I've learned about love is that it is undulating, meaning it has waves. It's wave-like and I believe for me that you fall in and out of love. Of course you always will love that person but you fall in and out of the ways of love. Sometimes you love them so hard, and they're just like, "Oh my god!" And he just everything is amazing. And then you're like, "Oh, I just love him." But right now, I'm like, "Oh, I'm cool on you." But what I've learned is that liking someone is equally, if not more, important than love. For me, this is just me speaking. My husband and I uh, got together under very interesting circumstances, and um, needless to say, I didn't follow the quote-unquote rules of uh, dating someone because he uh, did date someone that I was extremely close to back when we were in college. A lot of people, even you, may be like, oh my gosh, she's one of those girls. No, I'm not. Um, after prayerful, being in prayer and having a thought-provoking conversation with lots of people and after denying him for several years, trying to follow the code, I... Uh, went ahead and and believed that he was my husband. And then 15 years later and two children later, um, I think I was right. So I didn't follow those rules, but I think because I, w- I was following the rules in the beginning that I was able to really start to like my husband. We spent a lot of time together watching college football on Saturdays. Um, I would actually call other guys from his house. He would get phone calls from other chicks cause like we were really like cool. Like we were just friends. Because I was following the rules and I was like, no, I'll never talk to you because that's just um, I got I got to make sure that I'm being true to this particular rule that I mean, I think that society and a lot of us have set forth for our relationships and determining who we will or will not date. But during that time, it allowed me to learn how to like my husband, really, really like him because there was no. Um, there was no pretenses. We weren't intimate. We didn't even kiss. Like, we just, like, we were cool. I was always, like, one of those chicks that was the homie. Sean, she's the homie. Yeah, I am. I'm a tomboy. Like, I watch football. Like, I'm the chick that you can drink beer with have a shot with and then i'll put on some heels like you know that's just me and i always have been i think my father raised me to be that girl i consider myself the coach's daughter he's a coach so i've been around the locker rooms and all that my entire life but um i really like my husband and so when we have those times when we are undulating in love i truly still like him like regardless of where the love is at the time and what if it's on high tide or low tide or whatever it is the waves are doing I really really like him and that has truly sustained us (laughs) throughout this these 15 years I know that and the second thing that I've learned is not everything is worth an argument truly not everything is worth an argument I remember early on in our marriage Not that I would like be quick to argue because I'm one of those people that's very non-confrontational. I don't like anything that's going to cause any type of dissension. So, but anything that I may have been mad at, I would have been like just mad at or like, I can't believe he did that. Like it really, in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that important. It really is. And it really is harder to be angry at a person then to love them and to accept them for who they are and where they are in that particular situation and where they are just in life. And I just realized that you'd really like the, that the, the title of that book that's very popular. You can't sweat the small stuff. You really can't sweat the small stuff because they're going to be big things. They're going to be things where you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is going on. Somebody's going to lose, you know, a parent, um, uh, you know, God forbid. I mean, we got to We got to go through this thing called life of siblings, you know, um, friends, sorority members, fraternity brothers like it's just it is it, what you call life. But how are you going to be able to sustain in those times of the deepest trouble and for some infidelity and for some infidelity and being able to for some saying I can't do it and some saying, you know what, I'm going to fight through and make it happen. But I just believe that uh, if it's not as big as it being detrimental to your relationship, you can't sweat it. Too much wasted energy. Too much wasted energy. The third thing that I have found in 15 years of marriage or 15 years of love, 17 years of love, is that you got to admit when you're wrong. Period. Point blank. What I've done, even as a mother, when I have a bad time with my children, whether I'm hollering at them for no reason not really no reason but just the me being the way that I am comes from another place like I'm tired or something happened at work or um, I'm just not happy in the moment and I take it out on them we're uh, parents a lot of us are very guilty of that what I've learned is to apologize to my children because I didn't get a lot of that growing up this what it was this what you gonna do because I said so no, I, I really want to show my children that I'm vulnerable, that I cry, that I'm sorry, that I apologize, that I'm human. Because I believe a lot of times, or you know, in our lives growing up, a lot of our parents made it seem like they seemed like they were superheroes and that they did no wrong or they couldn't admit when they were wrong. I don't want to be that parent because I want to have children who are empathetic and compassionate. Not that my parents weren't, they were amazing, but there were some things that they did and didn't do that I want to do the complete opposite of because I want to be different in mine. And so I admit when I'm wrong and sometimes I'm wrong twice a week. I've never been wrong three times a week, but I admit, hey, you know what, Bailey? I, I reacted. I did not react like, a person should react to that situation. So I'm really sorry for doing this. And she always accepts it, or or Carter always accepts it. We'll talk about the situation and how I can be better the next time. So I say all that to say, when you know you're wrong with your spouse, your husband, yeah, I said when you know you're wrong. When you know you are wrong with your spouse, your wife, your husband, your partner, even in just regular relationships, just admit it. And correct it. Here's an example. Just got home from Los Angeles this past Sunday. Had gone out the night before. Got on the plane. Just was tired. Obviously, we know it's a three-hour time difference. Got home. The husband had he had uh, cooked. He had cleaned. He had done all the laundry. The house was beautiful because that's the rule. When we go out of town, make sure the house is fine when you get back in town. Whatever spouse is coming back into town. He did all those things. The kids were down the street. He had a drink for me, walked in. I just wasn't my best self. I just wasn't my best self. I was acting extremely tired. I didn't really love on him like he probably wanted to be loved for all the things he had done. He had been super dad the entire weekend. And so all he wanted was some appreciation in form of love, kisses, hugs. And husbands, you know what you want. You want a little, you know. (laughs) So, you know, I I had to really accept the fact that, you know what, I should have done a little bit more. That's just me. And so the next day, I was like, I texted him. I was like, when's your lunch break? Don't eat. So I went to Chipotle, which is one of his favorite spots. He loves the burrito bowls with a whole bunch of sour cream and chicken and white rice, cilantro, and black beans and all that stuff. So I took him up, him some Chipotle, $6.21. But, and I kissed him and I said, I just want you to know that you appreciate it and I love you and I apologize for not being, you know, being the person that I needed to be for you in the moment yesterday. We kissed and we ate lunch together for that 30 minutes and it was great. It was a small things. But the old Rashawn would have been like, well, see, It's all right. I mean, he's supposed to do all that. No, 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 no. We are equal in this marriage or 100, 100. But people just need to be appreciated for the small things. And I had to admit that I was wrong and I didn't receive it the way that I'm sure he anticipated me receiving his good deed because he knows that acts of service is my love language, one of my love languages. So he did everything on his part to exercise what he thought would be appreciated on my end. And it wasn't. So admit when you're wrong and move forward. So those are the three things that I have learned from love in this, these 15 years of marriage that I've been with my husband. And so without further ado, I just want to talk to him a little bit about our love story and hopes that it will be intriguing to you or make you laugh or just give you a little bit more insight on my personal life or in my personal life. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with my baby, my baby Fuva. Brian Smith. All right, guys. So I just talked a little bit about the three things that I have learned about love since mm. meeting this gentleman mm. right here. My husband, Brian, mm. Stephen Smith. Hello, Brian.
1: Am I on? Yes, Is the on. mic on? Is yes. it on?
0: Really? Is that how we're doing it? <laughs> so I decided to do something different today as we uh, celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, stop, babe <laughs> he's really He's being really silly. Anyway, so Brian, let's talk a little bit about our love. And how we uh, got together first. When you saw me first on the campus of Florida <laughs> a M. University in 1993. In the fall of 1993. Somebody told me that you went back to your dorm room and said, I think I just saw my wife. I think I met my wife. Is that a true statement? And take me back to that, that moment. That
1: is not Exactly a true straight a statement.
0: Why why?
1: I didn't say I think. I just saw my wife. I said I just saw the woman I'm going to marry.
0: Oh wow. So so you said I think I just No, I no, saw my wife. say it again, I'm sorry.
1: I just saw <laughs> the woman that I'm going to marry.
0: So what was it that you saw
1: it was he- it was dr cohen's class mm-hmm. florida a m university nineteen ninety three august yes, and I saw you come around the corner. I was like, man, that is the prettiest girl I think I've ever seen in my entire life really yes
0: <laughs> but it's it's really amazing that we did not you know we kissed when we were freshmen Hmm. In Coleman Library, hmm. and you always tell people that I kissed you when we were on this study hall because you did. No, I did not. Did I? Just, did I say come to the stairwell? What did you I did.
1: say? You you lured me. How, how do you say it? Lured. lured. <laughs> you lured. How did you say it right? It's fine. You lured me into <laughs> the stairwell uh-huh. being fast. <laughs> And yes, you, you kissed me.
0: Oh, is that how it went? But that was our only real interaction until later on, uh, you know, after college when mm. we uh, decided to, well, no, I mean, I, I really didn't want to highlight at you. You know that, right?
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was quiet. You didn't want to highlight at me. <laughs> Well, what do
0: you think it was, honey?
1: I think it was, I kind of more played it like I didn't really feel like hollering to you.
0: Oh, is that what it was?
1: Exactly. <laughs> Which was part of the plan.
0: That was part of the plan. So was all a master plan? It
1: was. Really? From day one.
0: Okay. So when did you, because, you know, we we, we uh kind of played it where, well, I know I was, I was like, I'm never going to talk to you because I was following rules friendship and all of that stuff but when did you um when I finally decided that okay I'm going to make this I think this is the one what were you feeling like when I said okay I think we should move forward with our relationship oh Oh, baby
1: you you asked me a question okay go ahead That's, that's how I feel <laughs> oh, oh <that> was... <laughs>
0: can you, you see this is how much fun. stop screaming in the microphone guys stop screaming in the microphone Brian so that's how you felt
1: I did okay
0: good so we were finally together can I tell you like when I first said it to him I was like yeah I think that we should you know like you know really kind of make this official and he was like So we go together. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that?
1: I do. Yes. I was right. I was excited about me and you going together. I was like, wow, right.
0: Yeah. So we were official. We were official. And so we um we started dating and we were serious and then we got engaged. When did you know that I well you said you knew when you first met me, but when did you like officially know, okay, I'm going to I'm going to ask this woman to be my wife?
1: I officially knew in August of 1993, walking into Dr. Cohen's class. I think I'm playing. I've already told you this. Yes, from the beginning.
0: So did you ever give up hope that, like, we would never be together? Never. Really? I mean, seriously, because, I mean, like, you had other people. I had other people. I was in a serious relationship for a long time. I think you were in a couple of serious relationships so was I always in the back of your mind or I I honestly
1: Yes. You know, you you were always in the back of my mind.
0: Baby, are you just telling me this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying this. He's really not like the talker person, so this is so awesome. So go ahead. I was. Right.
1: Okay. You know this?
0: I know, babe, baby, Baby, we're telling everybody else about our love story.
1: So yeah, man. <laughs> August of 1993. Okay. I'm trying to tell you. Okay. Tell y'all. Right. right.
0: So, and then in August of 2002, we became husband and wife. And after, you know, since we have been married, obviously all marriages go through ups and downs and, um, they have their trials and tribulations, but what do you think in your opinion has been able to sustain us? I've already mentioned our level because we've had, or well, we have an amazing friendship that's the one thing that I said. But, but what do you think has been able to sustain us throughout this these last 17 years together, but 15 years married?
1: Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what you said earlier, mm-hmm. but um, I think definitely because we had a friendship yeah. from the beginning and that the relationship was basically built off of that friendship. Yeah. So, You know it's hard to find a good friend right and um and i think that because the relationship wasn't built on uh you know like uh like worldly things i guess you could say
0: yeah well physical things or you know it wasn't it wasn't based on that it's a foundation
1: i think because the foundation of the relationship was built upon a friendship that's really allowed us to overcome a lot of obstacles.
0: Yeah, yeah. It has, it has, and it's sustained us. Um, if you could offer advice for, you know, people who are, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is a real question. It's a real question. He's so uncomfortable, and I love this, because I'm, I'm hopefully, you know, encouraging him to step outside of his comfort zone, but um, we obviously have uh, experienced you know, our friends um, have been married and divorced and some of them are still, you know, hanging on. But like if you could give anybody who's listening to us, you know, uh, advice on marriage from the male perspective. What would uh, what piece of advice would you give?
1: Um, you have to be strong in your leadership in the house. Mm. You know, as the husband, you have to you know you have to play a role that requires you to take on uh like multiple challenges and your leadership skills you know are ultimately going to dictate the way that your house is run so you know just be strong in your faith you know be you know communication is obviously the key and um and you know and you got to make sure that you're just leading in a way that uh allows the family to win
0: yeah yeah beautiful why do you uh you are an amazing husband and father what makes you an amazing father Uh, uh, he doesn't like compliments go ahead
1: oh i mean i don't know
0: i mean what i mean (laughs)
1: I mean, you know, you you, you love your kids, Yeah. you know, and you want to do what's right for them. And you want to, you know, hopefully um, give them a foundation that they'll be able to leave the house one day.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. (laughs) But as as a father to two girls, how important is it for you to show them what love is?
1: uh, I mean, you know, that's that's a critical component of it. You know, I, I just see a lot of girls, or a lot of young ladies, excuse me, but I see a lot of young ladies who, um, you know, who struggle because of the relationship that they have with their father. with it, or, or lack you know, thereof. Right. Well, mm-hmm. because of the relationship, yeah. you know. And in, in that relationship could be positive or it could be negative, but uh, you definitely see how, you know, a father's influence a- affects these young ladies and how it, you know, um, you know, I mean, ultimately affects the woman that they become. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Wow, good. Um, well, I just wanted to, you know, share with people our story and uh, on this uh, day after Valentine's Day, um, obviously we're recording on Valentine's night and we decided to stay in and he, daddy fed us and we played games and did hair. Why was it important for you, for you, for us? To celebrate this day of love together instead of we because usually we go out to dinner and do it all big and get a babysitter. why was it so important this year
1: for you? Um I mean, I don't know. I don't you know. I guess you know, you kinda see that they're getting older and um, you know, just those quality moments mm-hmm. you know, at home yeah. are uh are important.
0: Yeah. Well, we I totally enjoyed it. It was a night of fun, right? Definitely. I, I didn't have to put on any heels or any makeup. We didn't have to pay an outrageous, uh, uh what do you call it? Check restaurant um, bill mm-hmm. <laughs> tonight, and it was a night of love and fun. And they uh they love you so much, and so do I. You're an amazing person, and I just wanted to celebrate you today.
1: It will. Thank you.
0: This is myself, Rashawn Ali, and my husband. Brian Smith. Hopefully, you have uh, gained a little bit more insight on us, and uh, for those folks who are in relationships or hoping to be in one, hopefully, we have given you some tidbits today. <laughs> what do you say? He's so uncomfortable. I love it, but I'm. Thank you for being a team player, baby.
1: Yep, no doubt. I'm here. All right, I'll hold I love you down. You. Love I you too, baby.
0: Okay. I hope you enjoyed it, guys.